Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Elite City Podcast. Coming in with a lot of energy. It's Revolution Week. Rick, what's up? Oh, not much. Not much. Exciting week. It's, there's, yeah. a, there's a Tony Khan-affiliated wrestling show on every day except for Saturday. <laughs> that is very true. We have Dark. We have Elevation. We have Dynamite, ROH, Rampage, and then Revolution. Big week. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, AEW has been on a little bit of a roll, and uh, we don't get many pay-per-views with AEW, which I enjoy. But for this reason, it feels special this week. Like, yeah. Almost like there's three pay-per-views. Like It's almost like Dynamite's going to be a mini pay-per-view. Uh, Rampage will be a mini pay-per-view, and then the main... And it's just what it feels like. Every time AEW has a pay-per-view, the, the shows leading up to it are just nuts. Yeah. This was a, a not a bad like was I don't know. I thought it was a good show. It was different though. Yes. I'll talk about it oh, more definitely. later. But definitely yes, different definitely. from a regular dynamite. Yes. Now but before we get started and into all this, uh <laughs> I, I I did a little I, I was crunching some numbers um having to do with the sale of wwe just because i was straight curious Try, trying to raise nine billion dollars for yourself to see if you can buy it yes yeah yes you were just you were just a little bit short yeah by about 11 billion dollars <laughs> 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 um, uh, after i did numbers i don't know if wwe even needs to sell um because it doesn't make sense uh, so uh, I'll ask you, do you think that Vince is actually hurting the WWE trying to negotiate this TV rights deal? Because when I sh- show you these numbers here that I got off their website, it sounds like TV th- shouldn't even exist to them. <laughs> right. So if you th- like, this is from the WWE corporate website for. Um, the WWE um, for the like, actual like, not just like not ratings, like numbers is in like money. Right. Well, right now, now because of like cable and the TV rights, but again, I'm talking there's they're available in over for over one billion people. Think yeah. About that. <laughs> okay. So. I just that that as soon as that hit me, I started I started to think, and I was like, okay, from a business standpoint, in the streaming age, if you just shot for one third of that one billion, now that's not one billion subscribers, that's because right. of of cable. Like, there's one billion TVs they can that could potentially be, a, yeah, yes. So I figure you take a third of that, which you're shooting low at thirty three percent, right, in an investment, but. That's 330 million people. If you charged them a measly dollar to sub to just watch Raw and SmackDown, again, this is before taxes. This is, you know. Right. Um, 
they would <laughs> they would make three hundred and thirty million dollars a week <laughs> before taxes, just a dollar to watch Raw and SmackDown. Now it gets even better. <laughs> that equals seventeen billion a hundred and sixty million dollars a year off the top. <laughs> so I started to think people were saying W did WWE inflate their numbers trying to sell for nine billion dollars. Right. If if I just did general math and I came up with you know, if they just charged a dollar for you to watch their weekly shows and shot for 33%, which is awful. Right. After they'd pay taxes, they'd be worth $8.34 billion. Right. <laughs> so I think that's fairly accurate. Yeah. Like, I, I'm actually really <laughs> with those. I've, I've, I haven't done the math, but I've thought of it before. I'm actually surprised that they go for i mean i mean if if fox is going to give you however many millions of dollars fox gave them i forget what they paid for for smackdown um you'll take the money if they're offering it to you right but i'm surprised and i mean like nbc nbc basically bought the network from them and put it on peacock um i'm i'm surprised though that they didn't just have like another tier of wwe network like they had the nine ninety nine one that was, and then have yeah. another tier that charges you, you know, fifteen ninety nine or something, and you get Raw and SmackDown. I'm surprised they didn't do that. Yeah, because like I said, just their two seminal shows, like a dollar. Yeah. Like the average person would subscribe to that and just forget about it. Right. Seriously, <laughs> like how many streaming services does everybody have and use like? when only their favorite show is on right but you can cancel at any time (laughs) yeah yeah before before the network because here the network is run by it's run by rogers so you have to have like now you can get it online but it's like not the full network it's whatever they decide to put on it Oh, okay and before before like last year you had to subscribe to cable to get it which i didn't have um but anyway before they made it complicated like that i would i had the network just because it was ten dollars and right. why wouldn't you? And I just, yeah, once in a while I'd watch it, but like most of the time I wouldn't watch it. But like I just keep paying ten dollars because it's ten dollars, and you forget about it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I thought of, like for a buck. And then I thought, like again, going to the tiered system, you could have like, uh, I don't know, just like a five dollar tier, like, and then you can go all the way up to like if you want the pay per views and the full, you know, you want the maxed out version, say it's fifteen yeah but like just a dollar to watch their shows there doesn't need to be cable they right. could do all that in-house i'm surprised they didn't to be honest like when I they know. when they sold it to peacock <laughs> i'm surprised they didn't like pricing it at 9.99 was too low considering it came with the pay-per-views like that was wait that was that was a yeah. steal ten dollars for yeah. <laughs> what you used to pay fifty dollars for right like so it's right yeah that was a steal um but yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do like a 9.99 tier that's all the back catalog, and then a 12.99 tier that's the back catalog plus this week's shows, the and then yeah, and then like something. a $15 cap. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do that. I, it, it was just weird to me that like running the numbers and not knowing really what I'm doing, but just using their numbers. Yeah, it it works out. It, it actually doesn't work out in their favor to sell. Yeah, nine nine billion is a lot, 
And I think the reason they're not getting investors is just or a purchase is because that's just a lot. Like most companies don't have that much money available, right. but I don't think it's undervalued. Like it is worth a lot of money. See, I would have never guessed that it was, I would have guessed like just for, real quick. I, I don't want to go on a big, big tangent, but it, like it, it's now they, they want to be an entertainment company. Right. If they would run like, like I said, I just used it based off $1. You make that $10, you're looking at, right. you know, like, I mean, you're, you know, you're doubling every, well, you're 10 times and everything. Right. Anyways, um, if they just did that, then you up that bottom dollar to, you know, you're, you go from you're worth eight to, I don't know, times 10, that's 80. Right. Million. And you'd probably lose some, you'd probably lose some subscribers charging more, but yeah, you'd even it out so that, yeah. It, well, at that point, you're into like probably Disney type money. Right. So you are an entertainment company. Right. And then your value is even more, like, it's just weird how they're, what, what, what is, what the, um, uh, uh, I forget the, the adage, but it's like a master of none is the, right. It's a tradesman thing. Right. It's like WWE is kind of a little bit of everything, but absolutely nothing all at the same right. time. Right. <laughs> They're not a wrestling company. They say they're not a wrestling company. They want to be a media company, but they don't act like a media company. They run right. it like a wrestling company. <laughs> right. It, anyways, uh, that was just my randomness for the week. Um, do you think they get sold? Just quick off the top. Oh, I don't. That, I don't well, think. That, they, I don't with, think they do. Same here. That's <laughs> that's what all this led to, and I almost forgot to end it yeah i don't think just because nobody wants to put up that kind of money and end up in that kind of debt right yeah not even <laughs> that it's like, not worth it just that's a lot of money and yeah a, like, any company that got that would have to borrow some of it and like you, you'd end up with a elon musk buying twitter situation where like you paid way yeah. too way more than you can actually afford to pay yeah like oh, like i forget the exact numbers but uh i was listening to Cornette one day and on youtube and he said something like if you just again he just did like dummy numbers like i just did but if like if if you could come up with if me and you came up with a group it would take like i don't think we would make a profit for like 32 years right <laughs> literally and that's with owning wwe think about right that. yeah because that's because you'd have to, you'd, to borrow the money to be able to yeah, yeah. And like we would have no collateral. So you're thinking even if uh, another corporation buys it and has uh, six of the nine billion, you're still going three billion to right. borrow against. Yeah, which... there's very there's very few places when you who just have nine billion dollars <laughs> just to like <laughs> yeah, to spend to in, spend in, exactly. in, in cash. Yeah. Yes. Unless you want to buy Twitter, it's <laughs> That's I feel yeah, I feel like it's not Maybe Saudi Arabia. I don't like. I, no one knows how much money they have. They have a lot, so maybe they end up buying it. But I, my, my gut feeling is it doesn't get sold, and then Vince goes, "Well, I'm just going to stay around," and then I, yeah, I think that's unless something with like you said, unless something with Saudi Arabia, Arabia happens. Um, they just announced that the king and queen of the ring is going to be there, and yeah, I basically got laughed off Twitter for that one. <laughs> Like, why would you have that there? Right. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, I don't know. Anyways, um, 
moving right along away from WWE, we had a heck of a show for the Road to Revolution, and it started off with the all all Atlantic Championship, Orange Cassidy versus Big Bill, and I thought Big Bill had a heck of a showing, and I thought it was a good match in general. Yeah, he had a really great he had a really great showing. Um, Big Bill's like we always talk about people winning me over. He's definitely he's won yes. me over for sure, and he looks he looks great. Like not to make it yeah. about a looks thing, but he looks great. Yeah, um, I, I, we were texting back and forth about that. It, it, the I mean, he was in shape before, but right. now he's ripped. Right, <laughs> like I mean, he cut weight but put bulk on. Like he's a big dude. Yeah, and he looks like a like a it, like dangerous and threatening, and yeah, yeah, and it just it really makes me think. And, and again, I don't know this. I really think Tony Khan is using Paul White and Mark Henry with the big guys. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Because A, they, they want to be coaches in general. But for some reason, and I know not everyone's going to be home run, but AEW and big men have been entertaining. Yeah, which was their kind of a knock on them at the beginning. They didn't really have yes. any any big uh, – the knock was it's a bunch of really small guys. So I think they made a conscious effort when – especially when Paul White and Mark Henry showed up to to change that. Yeah, and if, if they're working with them, like there's guys like – as we're, we're going to get into Hobbs later, but they're learning how to use their size. Yeah. And just make the simplest things look devastating. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And Orange Cassidy like had a great match too. Like this was oh, a yes, oh all, all in all great. I, I was I was slightly skeptical, not skeptical, but slightly worried because Orange Cassidy has great. Like he's a great wrestler, but the match his best matches are usually with you know technical guys. Yeah. Um. So I didn't know how he would do against Big Bill, but he did a he did a really good job. Great job, and I I. The... When Stokely was trying to get the table and he couldn't get the, <laughs> like, was selling the arm, like, oh, he couldn't, like, it's yeah. a folding table. It weighs, like, what, three pounds? Right. Like, it was, oh, it was so good. <laughs> and then him and Bill each had a, an end of it. Like, okay. <laughs> like, Pretty sure he could take that on his own. Yeah, he could probably lift the <laughs> ring. But they needed two men to move the table <laughs> to put Orange Cassidy through it. Um. Now, I was in Pitcher and Pitcher when Danhausen showed up. Where yes. did he come from? He just came down the ramp. Like, he just came out oh, of the back. Oh, okay. Okay. I think his theme, I don't remember if his theme hit or not, but he just came down, like, down the oh, ramp. Oh, okay. Because, like I said, I was in Pitcher and Pitcher, and I don't know if I was getting drink or something, but I came back and there, there's Danhausen. Um, I, the, their little segment that, or not segment, the, the little part of the match where, Orange Cassidy and Big Bill were outside of the ring uh, right after Danhausen came. So it must have been like right after they came back from pitcher and pitcher. Right. There were some brutal shots of Big Bill throwing Orange Cassidy yeah. in the guardrail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, you can't fake that, obviously. Right. And those guardrails uh, are not to steal, like, not, not to sound cliche, but they are unforgiving. Yes, like they're not the old ones that used to kind of collapse on themselves. Right. <laughs> like it's like it's being thrown into a steel wall. Right. Uh, that was that was gnarly. 
um, it took three orange punches to beat Big Bill, which I thought was cool. Yeah, including one off the top rope. Yes, uh, like the super orange punch, uh, which makes Big Bill look good too. Uh, yeah. It wasn't, you know, everyone else takes one. It took three. So right. um, Orange Cassidy wins. Uh, he got pretty beat up. That's going to come into play a little bit later. Uh, uh, but all in all, um, good match. Uh, yeah, definitely. You disagree? Yeah. Yeah, definitely a good match. I, I liked it a lot. I think it might have been, well, the latter match probably, but it might. It was one of the matches of the night. It was a really good match. Yes. Uh, and I, I was happy for Big Bill, like, I mean, he's had a, he's had other matches and everything, but it, he, he just every time looks better and better. Yeah. And I know it's like his redemption story. He got himself clean. He got himself in better shape. It's just a good story. So I hope it, it his momentum keeps up because I For like sure. what I see. For sure. Um, how cool was the mock segment that it was after the match from last week, but they played it on this week's show. Yeah, that was, that was, first of all, that was incredible. Second of all, he's a, yes, he's an insane person. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, the only thing I kept thinking during the whole promo is guaranteed nobody cleaned up all that blood. Yeah. And then someone showed up for work at their random arena that they were in. Yeah, I thought like, that oh too. Oh my God, what happened? I thought that too. Like now someone has to be like, oh, why is there blood in the stairwell? <laughs> like a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, how do, it's been here for hours. How do I get this out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be all dried and gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really like that promo. Um, I, oh, it's I, great. I like the way they, I like the way they did it too. Like yeah. it was like the instant reaction from the week before it was, um, uh, Mox basically just calls out hangman. He said, there's only room for one animal in the Texas death match. Um, and he did, he did a good it. job putting Hangman over too, being like, "You're a good wrestler, yes, but did. you're not. You're not me." Yeah. Yes. Oh, it was. Oh, it was so good. Um, we're this is, get into I think. Our... I think that's the best feud going into this pay per view. I I'm the most excited for I'm, that one. I I agree. And it, I hate to say it because you know you don't like to see guys get head trauma, but I think the knockout made the feud better. Right. And I know that's bad to say because right. it was a shot to the head, but <laughs> it, it worked. <laughs> they definitely booked it really well after that. Yes. For sure. Yes, it is. Excuse me, I was taking a drink. Um, it, it has been booked very well as they've also, which until uh, this very second, I've, I just noticed it. They, unless they were met to be together, they've also never been on the shows at the same time. Right. Unless it was like supposed to, like right. I just realized that. that That's was, true. Yeah. That, wow. Way to go, Tony Khan. Yeah. This is this is almost yeah. pulled that over on us. This has been a really good and and I noticed. Um, I think every week, every time there was a backstage promo, it was always uh, Renee with Hangman. Oh yeah. Anytime, so, anytime someone had to interview Hangman, it was Renee every single time. But it was never Renee with Moggs. Oh, there's so many levels to this. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Sunday is going to be so fun. Um, oh, let, let, let's just go right to – we teased – you got your tease of the, the big elite promo that is yes. still yet to happen. Yes. So, I, obviously, I think we're going to get an elite promo soon i really hope so because i would really like to see one like when they came out i'm like oh finally and then it didn't happen. yes 
<laughs> yeah. But it not happening made everything so much better. <laughs> yeah, the se- I, I, I have a couple things to say about this. The segment was great. Like the segment was yes. really cool. It was great how the House of Black kind of showed up from behind and you could see them in the in the like silhouette. Um, yes. that w- and then they beat they the beat down everything. It was a great segment. My only issue is with the actual feud itself. And I, I think there might have been issues. Uh, I think you know we've talked about before how Kenny Omega was off yeah. for a while because he had visa issues. Um, I think you mentioned that that Buddy Matthews might have been having nursing an injury. Um, but I think it is a little weird how they had the House of Black come back. They did like target Brandon Cutler and like target the elite when they first came back. Then they kind of forgot about them, went after Eddie Kingston and Ortiz, and then went back to the elite, which was fine. Like it's it's understandable that if they'd have had two storylines going on at the same time. Right. I just think this this feud, like the match is going to be great. Everyone knows the match is going to be great. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I want to see it. I, I wish the feud had been longer. I wish we would have had more of a build, like where, you know, House of Black explained why they're coming after the elite more or, you know, criticize the elite more for whatever they, whatever problem they have with them. And the elite got to answer back. Like, I wish this would have been, you know, a, a two month program as opposed to like a three or four week program. I'm, I, I totally agree with that. It's, it is, it is fun and I'm not complaining on that aspect, but th- there's too many creative minds involved in this that yeah. it wouldn't have been awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like Kenny Omega and the Bucks and Malachi, like they're all, they're some of the most innovative, you know, creative storyline type guys that you could, yeah. you could put in a match. So this hasn't been very, very creative. Like it was cool, but it hasn't been very creative for the quality of the people who are in it. I'll give you a sneak peek of uh, of the predictions for later all right personally i think this is just the beginning yeah i hope so i actually hope it is i hope this continues because like having a pro you know malachi and and do longer promos against them or you know the the elite finally having a promo i mean kenny omega is not an amazing promo guy but like they can they can cut good promos absolutely and and malachi should have you know got into more about He's really good at like the psychological stuff, like, oh, why I'm coming after you reasoning and and what I'm going to do and why you're a victim. And like he, he could have got into that more. We don't really know why he's gone after the elite. They've that vague. I mean, it's not just the trio titles like they there's a reason they're going after them, I think. But I don't know what that reason is. Uh, yeah, same here. And I, I I think it's just the the start of a feud. And- yeah. I'm hoping it's the start of a feud, but I, I think that's the way they're going to go. Because I, we'll I mentioned, see. I mentioned a bit last week. That's my disappointment with the elite. Since and, and again, Kenny Omega had visa issues. Whatever, I get that. Right. Um, my issue with them is they've had great matches since they've come back. Like obviously, Absolutely. and they had like a little storyline with uh, Top Flight and AR Fox. Like that was like a two or three week little thing. So that was a story. But like the stuff mm-hmm. they did with uh, Death Triangle, there was the story was just there was going to be seven matches. That was the extent of, yeah. like, yeah. and then they had like a little mini storyline there, and then this pretty short storyline so far. Like, they're better than that. I think they could do it. They're really good at emotional storylines with lots of, you know, not just twists and turns, but like little hidden things in the story. And like, I wish they would have done more since they've come back. I I I agree. Um... And I mean, that's holding them to a high level, but I think they should be held to a high level. Like they're some of the yeah. best guys in the company. Like, 
and I, like I again, it's it's the double edged sword. Um, I I agree with exactly with what you're saying, but I also give them credit for stepping back and not putting themselves on TV all the time. Yeah. I think that's a problem with, with that's, that's a bit of a problem with them, with the Bucks and Kenny and even Cody when he was there. They don't want to be on TV. They don't want to be in the spotlight all the time because then they don't want the criticism of like, oh, you are EVP, right. so that's why you're on TV all the time. Right. But in the same sense, they're some of the most well-known, most talented guys. In the, like if they weren't EVPs, they would be on TV all the time anyway just based on who they are. Like if you, if you have yeah. Kenny Omega on your yes. roster, you're not like, we're not going to book him. Like you're obviously going to book him. <laughs> so it's a little, I get what they're doing. Cause they don't want to be like, Oh, yes. we, they booked themselves into the, the main event. Like I get that that's a problem. Um, but I kind of wish they, they had a bit more going on. Yeah. And it, it really makes me think that they like, is, is them having the EVP, title working against them just because of the way that guys <clears throat> Hogan used to work. <laughs> yeah. I think that like, the, that's what they're worried about. They're worried about, you know, the yeah. reputation that Hogan has or, you know, Triple H had when he was an active wrestler. Um, they're worried about that reputation. And it is kind of, I kind of wish they weren't EVPs because they'd probably be more involved in like main event stuff if they weren't. Yeah. Uh, again, it's a double-edged sword because, I mean, you kind of got to respect what they're doing by pulling themselves back. <laughs> right, yeah, because I agree. The average person wouldn't do that, but I, I see agree. what you're saying. As a fan, we want to see... We it see it, it is a do. bit like it is a bit like Cody booking himself to not compete for the title. And I'm like, I get it. Like, that's, yeah. that's honorable to do that. But people wanted to see him go for the title. Like, that would have been a better story than what he ended up doing. And you can see in WWE, like he's not an EVP and he's being booked to go for the title. Like that's how he should be booked. Right. So it's, it's honorable that they, they don't want that reputation and they don't want, they probably don't want to make the other, you know, talent upset. They don't want to make the fans upset. It's, it's, it's a good business decision, but they're from a fan, from like a creative standpoint, but I, I do get where they're coming from. I don't, I, yeah. I can see them not wanting to go into a booking meeting going, okay, so we beat everybody and then we're in the main <laughs> event. Like I can, yeah. I can see that yeah. they don't want to like yeah. Hogan sting Starcade this up. I get that. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. Like they have that stigma because yeah. everybody knows they have that power. Right. So the second they do anything. Right. You know, like again, me and you were talking, um, we were texting back and forth and I said, you asked me if, do I think they're going to sign? And Personally, yes, I do. Uh, just because no matter, I mean, I know WWE could lay down more money than you could think about. Right. But in AEW, they're getting two checks. They're getting a talent check. They're getting an EVP check. And they're getting to take care of their friends. Like, if they go to WWE, WWE is not going to sign Brandon Cutler. Right. Um, they're not going to sign Brandon Cutler to follow them around and film them for BTE, which they would no longer be allowed to do. Right. Um, like why, like I get, maybe you want to do WrestleMania, but do you wholeheartedly screw? I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think they go. Like I, I don't, I, I think that they, I think I agree with that. They, 
they have more to care about than themselves themselves yeah yeah the only reason i think that they might go is because like two years ago what a year and a half ago whenever it was when cody was rumored to be leaving but he was still in AEW, but rumored to be leaving Mm. i i thought he wasn't going to go and my reasoning was he's already been there he knows what it's like he doesn't need to go right like he's right it turned out i was wrong but that's what my thinking was same here my thinking with with the bucks and kenny are they've never been there i mean they've heard a lot about it obviously they have friends who were there um i don't think that even if they don't have any delusions or not delusions but they don't have any expectations of oh we're gonna go and we're gonna immediately be top guys like i don't they might be but they might not be i don't know like nobody knows um the only reason i think they might go and i don't think they will but the only reason i think they might i i give them more in my eyes they're more likely to go than cody was a year and a half ago only because they haven't been there and there's a part of i mean wwe has been the only rest the only major wrestling company for 20 years and there's a part of anyone growing up watching wrestling who thinks oh, I want to be in WWE. Like maybe they don't yeah. think that now, yeah. but when they were, you know, 15 years old or 20 years yeah. old, like they wanted to be in WWE. Like I wanted to be in WWE and I'm not a wrestler, right? Exactly. So Exactly. And and if you didn't want that, then you shouldn't have been wrestling to begin with. Right. Like you nobody know, nobody started in, you know, 2002 being like, I'm going to wrestle on the indies only. Like, no, like maybe you wanted <laughs> to wrestle on the indies, but like your goal, your goal was probably yeah. to get to WWE. Because yeah, it was the take, only place you could go. Um, to make enough money to take care of yourself. Right. And yeah, there's a part yeah. of me that thinks all big wrestlers go there. Even like Sting go, went there and didn't work out. But he went there just to be like, I want to go. Just I want to see what it's like. Um, maybe they want to go just to, to do everything. So they could have done everything. They could, you know, be in New sure. Japan. They could be in ROH. They could start their own company. And then they could go to WWE too. And they would show that like they're capable of doing everything whereas there's another side of me that thinks maybe they want to be the guys who don't go yeah and and i that's where i think they are because they also want like even if they're not going to be evps in aw forever right like they want that to be their legacy right so it's like oh i started this company signed one contract and the second it was done i used it for leverage to go to the other place to make more money right yeah it doesn't make you look very good yeah i think they might want to be like you know like the the indie band who never signed a major record deal right they might want to be like that um obviously we're not them we don't know what they they value but it's yeah i i fully believe that they're going to talk to wwe or at least listen to wwe because why wouldn't you right like if you don't know what they're gonna even even if it's just to know what the option is but see, that, that goes back to that makes me think, um, would they even be allowed, depending on when that EVP contract expires, if they don't expire right. at the same time? Like, I was thinking of this the other day. Like, what if Tony Khan staggered them out? Like, what if the EVP contract and six talent contract? Well, so I would, I would be- feel like the EVP thing is just like a regular job where it's not a contract. It's just your job. See, I figured it would be well. They say they have two contracts. That's why right. I, I I'm going because Co- just because Cody happened, Cody did it. So I figure if Cody like you can quit your job whenever you want. Oh, that's right? true. Like, you can quit. Yeah, that's true. Because I was I, gonna say like I feel like their EVP lives. contracts are more like standard working 
yeah. agreements where like a vice a vice president of any company can quit can whenever they away. want. True. And and maybe they have like a no compete written into their contracts where they can't, you know, you can't leave Apple and the next day show up at Google. Like maybe they have a right. thing in your contract. Right. But I feel like they could probably just quit. No, I never thought of that. So yeah, you're right. So that that makes my point. Work. I think when they say they have two contracts, they probably mean they get two paychecks. You're probably. That's probably <laughs> what it is. Like they get a separate, they get a separate paycheck. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how that actually works. That's just what my guess is. Only because Cody did it, and there was no conflict there. So I'm yeah. assuming if Cody did it, or Tony Khan's not going to force them to be EVPs, right? If they're like, we want to leave to work for WWE. He's not oh, gonna be yeah, like, He's not going to be like, well, you have to stay on as an EVP for an extra year. Like, he's not going to do that. <laughs> That's true. Because not only is that being a jerk, but why would you want your EVP to be someone who doesn't want to work for you? Right? <laughs> like, you would, true. You would want true. them. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think they leave, but it's, I do think they listen just, but you're right. I don't know how they could listen because if they're under contract, you can't, Probably right. talk to anyone else. Yeah, I don't know. Well, going back to you were talking about no competes here in the United States, uh, we're trying to actually get rid of them. Right. Imagine that how I mean the wrestling world's already insane. <laughs> you can literally have like Rick Rude type scenarios happen again. Yeah, the problem guy... the problem with that is the way WWE does it. I've heard is. They don't, when they say you're released, like say they say you're released March 2nd, right. you're not actually released March 2nd. Uh, you're released <laughs> 90 days after March 2nd. March 2nd is just the day they tell you you're released and they stop putting you on TV, but you're actually released 90 days later. And that's the quote unquote, no compete. It's not a no compete. It's just, we're giving you 90 days notice that you no longer work uh, here. Oh, see, that screws them too because then they can't file for unemployment because they're still getting paid. Yeah, they get around. (laughs) That's how they get around it. Uh, well, it could also work the other way though. I was just gonna say somebody could quit, and then show like you could quit on Raw and then show up on AEW Wednesday. But yeah, Yeah. I guess if that's how they do business with uh letting you go, then yeah, that wouldn't help you at all. I don't know. Yeah, we've talked about this before. I don't know how they can possibly have a contract where they can fire you, but you can't quit. (laughs) I don't know how it that's makes, legal, but <laughs> like, it I don't know how they make it. Sense. So you can't leave. I don't understand, but yeah, like that's, I'm like not a lawyer. Maybe like, I'm sure they have lawyers check these things out, but like anyway. But, yeah. Anyways, moving right along, we had the face of the revolution ladder match up next. Um, Samoa Joe is on commentary and a little preface going into this. If you didn't watch Road to um, Eddie Kingston, probably cuts the funniest promo <laughs> you ever see in your life because <laughs> he's questioning why he's even in the match. And then yeah. he says, he's like, I don't even want to be in it. <laughs> oh, wait, Ortiz is in it. Okay, I'll just fight him wherever. And that's exactly what happened. And it was incredible. See, I'm confused because maybe it's maybe I, I don't watch Dark and Elevation, so I, I lost something, or maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. The last thing I heard is I know. Um, Eddie and Ortiz had a fight. Like uh, Ortiz, who who hit who with the chair? Uh, one of oh, somebody hit someone with the chair. I, I don't remember which one hit the other yeah. one with the chair. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I remember there being a promo where I think Eddie was just like, "I get it. You were mad at me. You hit me with a chair, so I get it. But we're just gonna move on." Like, didn't that happen? 
Yeah. So why are and they then, why are they mad at each other now? Like, did I miss something? It just kind of like they, they they were they were tagging again. Always be like after the match, Eddie would like they'd win, and then they'd be doing like their stupid dances or whatever, and then Eddie would go like grab one of the other guys and put him in his like the people right. they just beat. He they put him in his hold. And right. He used to like pull him off, and then he'd laugh about it again. Well, Eddie kept doing that like more and more. And finally, Ortiz just blasted him. Oh, okay. Because I was confused <laughs> as to why they're suddenly in like a blood feud. Because I thought that yeah. like they had just minor disagreements. Like I, I got that they were disagreeing, but like why do they suddenly like can't stand each other? I was, I was confused. But the the thing about that is that happened, and then it just like oh okay that happened, and then like a couple weeks like they weren't neither of them were on TV, and then this happened. Yeah, so. it's been weird. It's been a little weird. I'm not gonna blame Chris Jericho, but but Eddie's <laughs> Eddie, Eddie's booking post Chris Jericho has been very confusing. It has been. Like I, I I've been very confused by all of it. Like I don't know I I don't know what's going on. Like I know they did that little thing with the House of Black, and then but they never had a match with House of Black, did they? Uh, no. Eddie had a match with yeah with what a Brody, had... I think it was. Was yeah, it Brody? Is either Brody or Buddy? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's about it, though. It was weird. It's been weird. Very, very. Um, but anyway, I did like them brawling around and just leaving. I, I, I texted you during the match. They had dropped the ball, Tony Khan. You could have had a total WWF Monday Night Raw in the War Zone reenactment. Just have them fight the entire show and just right. cut in <laughs> to make it seem like these two men have been fighting for like an hour and a half. Just ran in like an hour later, cut to the back, yes. and they're still fighting. Yeah, that would be good. Like, like that, they needed to do that because that would be good. That's just old, stupid WWF. It's hilarious. <laughs> like it's it made zero sense, but it was just added to the show. And and the best part was like after those brawls where they'd keep cutting to the back and they'd be fighting like an hour into it, then security would come out and separate <laughs> yes. them. Like, yeah. like security had been like, okay, an hour's long enough. We're gonna... Yeah, you guys went a little too long. We were fine with like forty-five minutes, but an hour—that no, we can't take that. That's the line. You crossed That's right. it. <laughs> Hobbs did not realize that this was his hometown. Boy, was he over! Oh, I didn't even realize it was his hometown. <laughs> they kept saying. He was well. That's what they kept saying was his hometown. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. You're right. I do remember that now. I was, I kind of, was, I was pretty tired last night, but yeah. <laughs> But boy, was he over. Yeah, um, he was, definitely. Um, and Hobbs and Takeshita, can we get a match? Yeah, I'm shocked that Takeshita's, like, bigger than Hobbs. I know. Like, I know <laughs> he was tall, but, like, he's he's not even just taller, like, size-wise. Like, Hobbs is clearly, like, he's wider, but, like, not yes. by that much. Like, he doesn't, like, they look similar in size, which I was surprised by. I, was, I think yeah. of Takeshita as, like, a smaller, like, high-flying technical guy. Totally. And yeah, that was that was a surprise to me, too. But yeah, definitely. Um, that'd be really cool if they had a I hope they do. I hope after um, the TNT title stuff is sorted out, I hope to catch Chad Hobbs end up in something because that would be cool. Uh, oh, well, just a little precursor His his the, letting him be who he is on Twitter on Ring of Honor. Oh, awesome you're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yes. Um, my next note just says, holy hell, commander. 
Let's yeah. talk about <laughs> this human being. Or is he a human being? Because... I've never seen that where he ran all the way across the ropes <laughs> from one thin. from one corner to the other and then jumped. Like for like A, incredible. Like I've never yes. seen that. Amazing. Same here. B like <laughs> again, wrestling logic, you just you could have just jumped off the ropes. There was no need for the run. Yes. <laughs> but it looks cool. Yeah. Like it would look really great. <laughs> And and the whole like the whole time he's doing, it, I'm like, so much can go wrong at right. any given second. Yeah. <laughs> if he fall if he falls in like his debut match, that's like that's really it. bad. That's it. Then he then he, yeah. then then he becomes the guy whose gimmick is he falls off stuff because that's the yeah. only way you salvage that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, that was just an impressive spot. Uh, and then my next note is Commander again, which I should have been more specific. I don't know what he did. <laughs> oh, it was uh, um, the, uh, was it the Blue Thunder Bomb? That yeah, Blaster Caster. Yeah. Yeah, onto the freaking ladder. Yeah. Or off the ladder. <laughs> off the ladder. It was, yeah, that's what it was. Um, and I like, because around that point, Sammy was like, wait a second, I could do insane things too. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, jumped off the uh, the ECW Sandman size ladder. Yes. <laughs> the, the ladder that I always laughed about, like me and my buddies would always laugh, like, why does that ladder even exist? Because right. you put it in the <laughs> ring, it's like a foot and a half taller than where the belts usually are. Right. <laughs> but they always have the so, one, they always have the one yes. big ladder, which I always There's thought always... like, if you're a wrestler, why would you not grab the one big? Why are you grabbing any of the other ladders? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, wait, yeah. where you have to stretch? Just grab the really big one. Of course. Yeah. You, <laughs> just, you don't even got to go to the tippy top of it. Right. Like, it's taller than, than you need. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, do you, what, uh, what are your thoughts on the inflatable life vest brass ring? I think it's hilarious. I think it's uh, hilarious, but it does look kind of, if you don't know the story, it's, yes. it looks pretty cheesy, but like, I don't really care. But. <laughs> like you you texted me this during the match and like obviously if if you don't know it's a shot at wwe because vince always said you got to grab the brass ring right Ah, and obviously that's probably coming from jericho just my guess yeah uh I just no. love that it's clearly not a brass ring. It's like it's, oh, yes. it's it's way too big. It should it should be like a skinny like hula hoop thick thickness of a brass as opposed to like whatever it is. But I yeah. get that you want it to be visible on TV. Like I understand. Like I was trying to think. Like I mean, obviously, Money in the Bank is the premier version of this match, right? And it's the best version because anything else makes zero sense. Like I was trying to think like, what could they do? Like you can't have a contract because that's probably in the patent or whatever. Like WWE probably owns. Right. Like, or it just looks to, it just looks to yeah. like your, much then, like you're copying. Yeah. And like, and there's I no belt. Thinking, so you can't have a belt. Yeah. There's yeah. no belt. So you can't hang a belt. Like, <laughs> like there's literally nothing else you can put up. There. Right. Unless you just yeah. put like, yeah, there's not what, what else are you gonna do? It, yeah, um, I was trying to think like the only thing that I could think of is instead of like, excuse me, um, instead of like a contract like Money in the Bank, give them make it a belt, but it's not like a championship, right? Like it's like, like the a token, like, like the belt you win belt. from like the Owen Hart tournament. Like it's a it's a belt, but it's not one that you defend yes like yeah. yeah yeah it's like the 
uh, what's this called? The the face of the revolution, like you'd be the face of the revolution belt 2023. Right. right. And, and you just you win, win it for that. And then yes. like, you don't, you don't show, like, it doesn't show up again. It just, you, yeah. Yes. And I, I was like, that makes the most sense. Right. But you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Like I don't really, it doesn't, Same it here. doesn't detract from the match. I just think it's kind of funny. Definitely. Um, uh, did you have a problem with Hobbs winning? Because we both wanted Takeshi to win. No, I wanted Takeshi to win, but Hobbs was my second choice. Same so here. makes perfect sense. Do you think it foreshadows what's going to happen with Wardlow and Samoa Joe? Oh, I, I definitely. Because Hobbs, <laughs> is, Hobbs is the next challenger? Yeah. I think it does too. Um, I also really liked how wrecked that ladder was, but Hobbs used it anyway. Like, <laughs> And then like, like four again. refs four refs jumped in the ring to like make sure it was stable. I, I think he realized like, Oh, I was up here with a little too much adrenaline. Right. <laughs> Cause when it was time to get down, it was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, like I get why he didn't leave the ring and get another ladder, but yeah, totally. It was clearly not the ladder to be climbing. Yeah. It, like it would have been totally acceptable if he just like, even if he just broke that ladder totally and then right. got another one. Like... Right. Or threw it at someone or something. Yeah. Just to be like, yeah, just yeah. to get it out. But hey, it is what it is. No, I like Tob's winning. I like the, the stuff that happened afterwards with uh, Samoa Joe and Wardlow. Yeah. Whenever Wardlow gets to beat up security guards, I think it's funny. Hilarious. And why? Okay. Wardlow gets his haircut and I think his neck grew about seven <laughs> inches. Yeah. It didn't even right. look like him when he first came. Right. Out. I was like, like, it's like, who's that? Oh, it's Wardlow. <laughs> so, you know, when he beat up all the security guards and then they got, they hired Mark Sterling to sue him. And then yes. the, the punishment was he had to fight all the security guards. <laughs> you, know, what, you know what happens in court cases um, all yes, the time. Yeah. Uh, so after that, is he just allowed to beat up security guards now? Like, did he serve his time? And now he, like, can do it freely? Or is could they technically sue him again and make him do it again? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, he did beat 20 at one time. We should, we should ask Mark Sterling on Twitter. If, we should. If, if, if they're going to sue him again now. Because... They, he, maybe, maybe, yeah, what were the terms of his settlement? Like, after he beat 20 of them, is he now right. free to beat up more? Or is he, like, restricted to, like, he can't beat up? Or maybe he has a number. You can't beat up more than, like, 10 security guards at a time anymore. Like, that's the settlement you've reached with, with the security guards. So, that's a great question. <laughs> I would, I need to know this now. Yeah. Tw- hey. Tweet, tweet, tweet at Smart Mark and figure it out. I, w- I will, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll move right along. Uh, what what were your thoughts on Chris Jericho versus Pretty Peter Avalon? It was exactly what it should have been. I totally agree. When they <laughs> when they booked the match, I really, was really worried it was going to be one of the that AEW is kind of guilty of, where like they they have a twenty minute match with a guy who like shouldn't <laughs> be in a twenty. Yeah, nobody knows who it is, but they're like, oh, we don't want to make him look bad, so let's give him a twenty minute match. But like, no, you don't need to do that. This was exactly what it should have been. He had like five minutes of of offense where he looked good and then Jericho easily beat him, which was, yeah. it was exactly what it should have been. It was, we talked about last week, how everything Jericho does is too long. This was the exact right length. Yeah. And like you said, it, it didn't make, it actually made Jericho look not like a fool, but like he played the heel perfectly. Like you right. said, like it was a five minute match for four and a half minutes. He got beat up. Right. It, and it, it made it, Peter look good. Uh, right because he's 
you know, quote unquote, not on Jericho's level. And he got to beat him um, up for four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And it sets up, obviously, um, Ricky Starks to come in and make the save. Right. And then the JS attacks Ricky. Um, it, as predictable as the ending was, it, it definitely needed to happen because leading into the pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, per- perfectly good. Perfectly, like, it, it was It was fine. It was the right length. Yeah. It was It was not great, but you're right. It needed to happen, and it wasn't long, and it wasn't annoying. It was, it was what it needed to be, and it was perfectly good. Yeah, and it led right into the Hangman promo. Like, it was good to, like, break up the... Right. Yeah, because before this, they had the back... The little... Before this, they had the backstage promo with uh, Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. So it, it, it was a good... Yes. It was a good pacing. Oh. Yeah, very good pacing, which uh, we skipped over that. I have a theory on that. Um, All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. All right. Uh, um, well, we'll get... We're in between segments. We'll go to that since we skipped it. Um. Dan Housen uh, was speaking for Orange Cassidy and the best friends and got right. them involved in the, uh, the, the battle Royal for later in the evening. Right. Um, and well, uh, when we get to that, well, I'll get to, to that, but he, they got, they're in it. They're in the, um, the battle Royal and which I thought was fun, even though it was booked weird. Yeah. Did anything actually happen to, best friends that made them not cleared like did they have like a match where they got beat down or something or they just decided they not cleared they got beat up backstage didn't they did they oh yeah they yeah, did they got, yeah they yeah, did they by J- jeff jarrett and jay lethal yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you're right but m- moving right along uh the the hang hangman had probably the promo of a lifetime oh yeah really good such a good promo uh really good and the, the thing that I liked about it, it was like Mox's was his promo, like from the week before was, it wasn't off the rails, but it was, he was yelling. It was intense and Hangman's was intense, but like. <sighs> yeah. A lot more calm. He wasn't screaming. Yeah. And he wasn't like, yeah. It was yeah. That's more, a good point. It was smoother. I yeah. guess. And, and I really, I really liked when he said, you know, you always talk about how you like violence. I don't like violence, but I can do yes. it. I don't like it, but I'll do it. Which, it, which he's shown before. Like he had that, right. that match with uh, Hangman Page, and like he he can do it. But you're, it's I liked him being like, I don't like it. I'm not. You're like you, but I can do it if I have to. And I like it was it was a great promo. Uh, so good, and, and so it really it really made them. I mean, obviously, if you're watching AEW, you know the difference between the two of them. But it really, differ- right. it really differentiated Hangman from Mox. Like, yeah, the not yelling, the the very calm. You know, he was outside versus yeah. versus inside, the yeah. inside kind of screaming in a stairwell. Yeah, it was. It really made the. This has been a great feud. I people it really has been people who really say AEW been. doesn't have any storylines. Like they, this is a storyline. Just because it doesn't have you know a 20 minute promo every week doesn't mean it's not a storyline. <laughs> It's yeah. definitely a storyline, and I really like it. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, excuse the pun. I'm all in on it too. It's, yeah. It's the most, so, uh, excuse me. It's the second most interesting thing going on in the company, as the the women's division in general is the right. first. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, we had the uh, Rick City segment of the night. Yes. Uh, Renee in ring with Christian. Yes, two I mean, two two good Toronto kids having a promo yes. in the ring. Yep. Great stuff. Freaking Christian. 
Freaking he's amazing. <laughs> like, I read probably the, the best tweet ever. Uh, it was when AEW said they had signed a future Hall of Famer and found out it was Christian and everybody laughed. Right. And it was like, who's laughing now? Like, right. Yeah, for sure. Proved who he is. And... I even like, even when he signed, I remember thinking like, he is a future Hall of Famer, but he's like a tear down from like the guys you would think are, are definite, <laughs> yes. but like, no, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, like, oh, I know we talk about it all the time and it just sucks. Like this talent has been there since 96. Right. <laughs> And yeah, he, he had a run in TNA that I didn't see because I didn't watch TNA. Um, apparently, his, apparently his run in TNA was really good, but he's never had a chance to be. It's weird that he had he left WWE, had a really good run in TNA, and just went back to like not have a really good run in WWE. Like they they just never <laughs> gave him any time. It's it's weird. And we talked about this a lot, but right. I'm glad he's here. You could tell that this promo was like off the top of his head because he kind of like repeated himself yeah. every so a little bit. Not bad, not in a bad way. But, you know, repeated himself or rephrased things as he was going. Like, he was just speaking. You could tell it wasn't, like, written down for him. Or he right. didn't write it down. He just planned, I'm going to say these four things, and then just talked. And it was really good. Do you think Christian ever becomes AEW champion? I don't, only because he's a lot older. And I think there's a lot of other guys who might be in line before him but if he did become AEW champion i don't think anyone would complain agreed i think it would it would fit for sure i really liked in the promo when he said that oh you wanted to what was it you want to win a title but you don't want to earn a title or something along that line like that was really good yeah Yeah. you don't you don't you just want to get a quick roll up and win the belt but you don't want to like you know beat actually beat someone and make them give up their title and i do like that was great well the the fact that he even specified uh i'm challenging you to a fight right not a not a wrestling match yeah an actual fight Uh, yeah and then he says that in the camera cuts to jack perry digging christian's grave yes so good really cool (laughs) great and i I like that it had it was like interspersed with like their history. Yes, that was really good. <laughs> Again, wrestling logic does it for it fits in a wrestling show. In like if you're not if you don't think of it in terms of wrestling logic, Jack Perry hired a camera guy, went out somewhere, <laughs> yeah. got a grave made up, and that said Christian Cage on it. Right, filmed himself <laughs> digging a grave. <laughs> And then, like, sent it in to AEW. It was like, to where he works. Yeah. And then, you know, if he's ever in the ring, because he didn't know the promo was coming, obviously, right? When next time he's in the ring, make sure you air this. (laughs) Yeah. Under these specific circumstances. If he ever comes out and insults me and challenges me to a match, this is what the video package that you then air. (laughs) But yeah, it was great. It was great. It, It just had. It's, it's just the vibe was so cool i know we said last week i know they've had a feud before christian was injured like they had a long running storyline before christian, but like they really have gone from nothing to really intense feud in like two weeks true and, yeah. and that's not a knock that's not me saying like oh they should have stretched it out longer like no they ramped it up 
from like they're back where they were before the injury. Like they ramped it up fast, and it was it's great. Like, I love it. Oh, it's it's the best. Um, just I mean, I know we're gonna talk later, but I'll just throw it out there. Who do you think wins? Ooh, I think Gen- Jungle Boy, because they're like he's they're clearly pushing him, but right. And I think this ends the feud, this, this ends the story. The ends ends the feud between definitely, them. Definitely. But I wouldn't be surprised ended. if it was Christian, and then Jack Perry had to go and like a, like a questioning himself. Oh, maybe I'm not ready to win a title yet. Like I have to I have to earn it more. I don't know. Hmm. I I I'm right there with you. Uh, it's it's fifty fifty with me. I have Christian winning. Okay. In my in my predictions. All um, right. But like you said, I it's I could definitely see them going that way and it, Christian wins and then Jack Perry is like questions himself, like, oh, I thought I was ready to win a championship and be the top guy here, but I'm obviously not. Like I couldn't get I have to I have to work on some stuff. And then maybe he comes back with like a slightly new attitude or a new finishing move or something that that then that gets him over to the point where he can win a championship. Right. I could definitely see that. And, well, the other thing about this, this match has potential to be a little weird just because what is a fight in AEW? Yeah. Like, I think they've, they've kind of like, I think they, they called it a no holds barred match. Oh, okay. But I don't know if it's like a no holds barred match. Like it starts in the ring and you have to end in the ring or if it's or like, like a hardcore match where you can you can be anywhere and you can you have to pin the person is it submit I don't know they haven't said yeah so I think that's gonna have a little bit of a I have Christian winning via super mega heel win like, right <laughs> and that's why I want to know the definition of what it is because I could totally see this match being like a minute and a half long right and him attacking Jungle Boy in his locker room like, right. Or I could see it going like 35 minutes right. <laughs> throughout the whole building. Like, it's, right. I don't know. Anyways, um, Tony Schiavone had a little backstage with Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. And Jamie basically said she's excited for the, um, the three-way dance at the pay-per-view. And Britt was kind of giving off babyface vibes. <laughs> yeah, and I really like the. I, I love Britt being her like su- being the supportive friend because totally. it doesn't it doesn't fit her at all. And even as right. a character, you could tell like I'm not, not. This is not a knock on her acting. This is criti- This is praising her acting. You can tell that like Britt Baker, the character, doesn't want to be the supportive friend, but she's trying her best. Like she's really trying. Yes. Like this is this is her being like, no, I want to support my friend, but I kind of still wish I was the chip. Like you can kind of <laughs> feel that. It's great. It it is. Oh, it's 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 a good like sub story because yeah. all this is obviously going to turn around and come back. Right. <laughs> and I so, really like, I really like them being, Oh, so the, the little warning to Saray, like, Oh, if you get involved in this match, we're going to get involved in the match. Like I liked, I like that. Yes. Which obvious foreshadowing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never in wrestling does someone say, if you were going to get involved, I'm going to get, and then the match is just like a clean match and no one gets Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, they shake hands at the end needed. and everyone just goes their separate ways. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I wasn't needed. <laughs> <laughs> they just cut to the back and they're just like eating popcorn, watching TV. Yeah, hanging like, oh, out, like... You didn't need us at all. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Matt Hardy is on a run. And I think him and Hook had probably the surprise match of the night. 
Yeah, it was good. And, and yeah, like no, I wasn't trying to disrespect saying that Matt Hardy and Hook aren't good, but right. I thought this match was going to be a total squash. I didn't realize it would be a real match. Right. I think I think um, they kind of used it as a, you know, Matt Hardy's a veteran. Let's let him have, let's let him kind of not teach Hook. Not that Hook needs to be taught. Right. But right. let's let him have like a kind of lengthy, not a super lengthy, but a kind of lengthy match with a veteran because he hasn't really had that yet. Yeah. And I mean, all the stipulations that were brought into this match have been absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> it, it's it was just one of the the stories from Dark, and it's it was absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, they kept what I forget what the stipulations they they made, but they kept one upping each other, right? Like, if you win, I'm yes. going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and I also I'll add this in. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they were so sure they were going to win. It like Matt Hardy just kept adding. Like, uh, they they weren't allowed. It, uh, oh no! The, if if Matt Hardy lost, um, Stokely would have to wrestle Hook, and then they were like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna win so bad that uh, the will the what do they call it? What's her the firm? The firm. There it is. The the firm will be banned from ringside and blah blah blah. So of yeah. course you knew. <laughs> oh, obviously, right. Hook's gonna destroy Hardy, right? And that's what happened. Uh, and just the look on Stokely's face at the end was yeah. priceless. Yeah, and Stokely lo- lose. I love. I re- I really like the spot where he he took off his cast and used it, and then it didn't work. And then he could be like, "Oh no, that was my shot," yeah. and yep. didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I should have had a plan B because yeah. <laughs> plan A was a failure. Yeah, that was good. Uh, um, yeah, it was a fun match. Uh, obviously, it, it this is leading towards some sort of broken Matt Hardy. Yeah. Uh, because they cut to him and he had that weird smile. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm hoping that we get Matt Hardy, Ethan Page cinematic match. I think they're both creative enough. Yeah, that would be that cool. Would be incredible. That would be cool. Uh, I'm hoping I don't. That's I don't think to. it'll happen because it's it'll be Hook's first loss, so I don't think it'll happen. But I would love for Stokely to become FUW champion, just because <laughs> it would just because it would be hilarious. Just somehow he. And he's not going to be the first person to beat Hook. I know that's not going to happen. Right, right. But it would be great if, like, somehow, you know, Hook slept and hit his head and got knocked out and Stokely <laughs> pinned him and was like, no, I'm FUW, and then, like, acted like he was, like, hardcore. And, like... <laughs> that would be absolutely incredible. Oh, that would be fun. Claim oh. that he was, like, the spirit of ECW or something, and, like, that'd be great. <laughs> and there would always be a reason, like, why he couldn't. Right. Defend it. Like, like, oh yeah, I, I would have wrestled today, but I, I twisted my ankle, so I can't. Yeah. Oh, I would have wrestled today, but I don't have my gear. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh man, I have, a, I have a flight I gotta catch. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, it'd be so much fun. Um, the House of Black promo was, I mean, when House of Black cuts any promo now, it's top tier. Yeah. And the fact that every time they cut a promo they're all involved yeah i like that it just it's so uh it's just it's so well thought out and so well done uh julie at the end putting the belt down and then just having a little huh see it yeah revolution or whatever she said was so cool yeah house of blacks probably in my opinion uh, I think they're the coolest faction in I agree. AEW. Yeah, BCC was for a while, but they've kind of fallen off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 
I'll, I'll give you that. It's like it's almost just seems like what's left of the BCC is Claudio and Yuta. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Danielson is in, and, and then he's not. Or I mean, he is, but he's never with them. Yeah, I guess it he might rocks, be like it but... might become like a an ROH faction if it's just going to be those two. Maybe they go to ROH and like have their faction there. I don't know. I, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony Storm and versus not and Tony Storm versus Riho. Uh, Riho is well. First off, she's been wrestling seventy three years and she's twenty five <laughs> or, or yeah. twenty three, whatever she is. Yeah, she wrestled her first match. What was it? Nine. At nine, yeah. She yeah. has like twenty some <laughs> years experience, but she's yeah. like, like twenty seven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it it's unbelievable. This was a really he's... good like contrast. Like Tony Storm just like threw her around for a while and Riho back. It was a really good like not yeah. that Tony Storm is big, but compared to Riho she is. Um totally. It was a really good like like you know, powerful versus speed type match. I thought it was good. And I do not understand how the hip attack doesn't give you brain damage. Yeah, I mean, I get it that she's hitting the turnbuckles, too. <laughs> right. But, like, it still looks like she's, like, destroying somebody every single time she does it. <laughs> every single time. And I know we talk about it all the time. But, yes, it looks so brutal. Like, I'm fully aware that she also hits her back against the turnbuckle. Like, she's trying not right. to hit you in the... But, like, she still is. <laughs> Maybe everyone just sells it really well. I don't know. But it, it looks really... It looks brutal. Yeah. In a good way, like I get, like I, in totally. a good way, like it's yeah. it's kind of a dumb signature move. In in when if you just talked about it, like oh he run, she runs and she hits you with her butt, like it sounds dumb, yeah. but the way she does it looks so cool and dangerous that like she's made it a tough move. Yeah, and and like every time it looks devastating. Oh, definitely, <laughs> yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Um. But what were your expectations on this match? And we're going to back up a little bit. Oh, just I was seeing it on paper. Yeah, I was really sure Tony Storm was going to win by shenanigans. Like Soraya was going to do something and get involved, and Same here. he was going to win. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually really surprised. But not that I don't like Riho. I was just surprised that she won. It, totally. I, 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 you know, especially going into the pay per view. Like, right. Oh, of course, you could see this coming from a mile away. Tony right. Storm, Soraya are going to cheat. Riho is going to be all upset. Uh, right. They're going to have a little bit of momentum going to the pay-per-view, but no, right. they threw us a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Britt distracts Tony Storm. Riho gets the win. Uh, it was just a solid pro wrestling match. Yeah, definitely. Really good match. And it, it like, I'm stumbling on my words here because I don't want to come off ignorant when I, I'm trying to think of a non-ignorant way to say it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not not trying to be ignorant. It's like, I hate when people say, "Oh, that was good for a women's match." Yeah, I agree. Like, that's what I was trying to not say. It was just a good wrestling match. Like, yeah, it, it didn't not just because of who was in it or who, like, no, it's just a really good match. Yeah, good. I mean, Tony's yeah. like they're both great wrestlers. Totally. And so it makes sense. But yeah, I I agree with you. Um, <laughs> Dustin. Uh, Rhodes and Keith Lee are now a tag team. Yes, what was their name again? Limitless. Uh, uh what, what the hell was it called? It was Limitless something. Now it's gonna bug me. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> it was limitless. I said if it, it was not gold dust. dust. It, was not, it was not gold dust. <laughs> no, because I said it should have been Keith dust. Yeah, <laughs> Keith dust. That would have been good. That's yeah. Oh, what was it? Oh, what do they call it now? It's a very good play on words. Yeah, I'm so upset. They don't know where it is. <laughs> anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, huh. But anyways, they're they're challenging the mogul affiliates for tomorrow night. Rampage, correct? Yes. Okay. So we will get to see, possibly, are we going to get to see Tattoo Face Man and Parker Boudreaux? Or is it going to be Swerve and Parker? Yeah, I wonder what happened because Tattoo Face Guy disappeared. <laughs> I, I think because nobody cared. <laughs> just and I remember I Swerve was like, they, "What did you do with him?" And no one's like, "We well, don't know. He's just gone." <laughs> like, and... yeah, yeah. I, I think it was they saw the writing on the wall that that guy got, got as much <laughs> reaction as I would if I show up on TV. <laughs> Naturally limitless. There you go. Naturally limitless. There it is. That's it. Yeah, because he's the natural. Yes. Um, Good name. Good name. It is. Uh, I'm a little surprised they gave them a name because that makes me think they're going to stick around. But maybe they gave them a name because they're not going to stick around and they're trying to swerve us. No pun intended. Yeah. True. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. My first thought was it's going to be Swerve and Parker Boudreaux because I think other guy disappeared. Right. But I I, kind of hope how, how I hope that they would never give him a name. Now I kind of hope that it's a running gag that every week Swerve is like, where is he? And he's just never there. <laughs> but every week Swerve is like, what happened to him? And he's just not that would, there. <laughs> that would be incredible. I'd be, I mean, sorry, guy, I'm not trying to make fun of your career, but that would be hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, that would be hilarious. I, that would entertain me. <laughs> and then like a year from now, he could show up and just be like, oh, I was just uh, hanging out. Sorry. Did I miss something? Yes. <laughs> like he like, got a new phone and he was like, yeah. Yeah, I got the number, but wait for you guys to call. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, we had that number um, wrong. We've been texting the wrong guy the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> they were like texting Dan Alves and he was like, no idea why my swerve has been texting me for the past year and calling me Tattoo Face Man. <laughs> yeah, even though he has a name now, I'm still calling him Tattoo Face Man. 100% will always be Tattoo Face Man. He could yes. end up being the face of the company one day. I'll be like, AEW is great because of Tattoo Face Man. 15-time world champion. You're like, well, there's Tattoo Face Man. <laughs> Dude, rips. <laughs> Love him. <laughs> um, tag Team Battle Royal. I had a little problem with this. Um, match was great. Yeah, I just felt that they totally botched the explanation. All they should have said it was a series of two matches. The two teams that win move on. Right. If you win first, that's the advantage. You don't have to wrestle twice going into the paper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was a little weird because it was it was the almost the exact same teams as the first one, except for the kingdom. And then it's like we're gonna have a match again, but no, now you enter separately. That's the whole like it was. Yeah, it's a little. It was weird. It was very weird. Um, but as we said before, uh, Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy were, were in. Um, the Dark Order and the BCC started. Uh, I tried to take notes, but I lost track of who was in and who was out. Yeah, I like, I like the little feud, feud they're doing with Dark Order and the BCC. I totally dig it. It's like an under-the-radar feud, but yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I, um. I'm For some reason, Josh Wards and Ari and Tony Nice came out at one point and beat up the Lucha Bros. Do they have a, a problem with the Lucha Bros? Has that been established? 
Uh, no, not to my knowledge, but apparently they do now <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, yeah, uh, they, they just, like you said, they just attacked them and they, did they eliminate them? They, they attacked them, threw them back in. And I think Roosh and somebody else. Know. Yeah. That, yeah. <clears throat> that's right. Um, Roosh is just trying to take people masks again, which I, it's a funny gimmick. It, 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 that's. Uh, all it says, man, you got to start watching Dark and Elevation because they <laughs> literally tie them together and Vance wears them around his neck now. Nice. Every, every luchador. Roosh just like hating masks for no established reason. He just like doesn't want anyone to wear a mask. I'd, one of these luchadors should challenge him instead of like like how they used to have like the mask versus mask yeah. matches. They should challenge Roosh to if he loses, he has to wear a mask. <laughs> that would be <laughs> great. Like, and he's just mad about it all the time. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I can never lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the max. That'd be great. <clears throat> um, but I, the, the tag team battle royal was fantastic. Danhausen and Orange Cassidy win. <clears throat> I found the only thing I, I noticed, not noticed, um, wanted to point out just because I love, yes. I love Maria Canales. Um, yes. The, they totally <laughs> glossed over her getting super kicked in the face. They were just like, oh, she got kicked in the head. Anyway, back to the rest of the match. <laughs> I feel like, and I know a lot was going on. Like, I get it, but. See, that that's, I'm glad you brought that up. That made me think, because I, I wrote this down. I wonder if they were told they probably shouldn't do that. And I know right. that Mike, Mike and Maria are married and like Matt Taven is their very good friend. So she obviously trusted them. I know they've done it before. Like I saw a clip from like an ROH or New Japan show, I think it was, where a similar thing happened. Yeah, and but like you said, it was like a bigger deal. Definitely, probably should have been made. But I wonder if they didn't. Yeah, you're right. Maybe they didn't. Yeah, because of what what it was. You're right. Yeah. But again, I I I get both sides of that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. That they probably maybe they were told not to do it, and then like, oh, we'll do it, but we're not going to mention it, or we're not going to dwell on it. Yeah. Yeah, just for that fact. uh, Yes, it's two men kicking a woman in the head. But right. It, it was a little weird to be like, the match is happening. Oh, no, Maria got double kicked in the face. Anyway, here's Josh Woods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my my theory on this is obviously Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy win. We're going to find out tom- tomorrow night. Again, we're recording on Thursday. So when I say tomorrow, we're talking about Rampage. Yes. Um, we're going to find out tomorrow night that they're not cleared and neither are best friends. And that's going to be our wild card. Uh, okay. Hit the music FTR at the right. pay-per-view. That's how they get the tag belts. Yeah. I can see FTR. that. I can see that. Um, I thought we were going to get through a, a week without Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, but Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you have to book them every week. Maybe it's in his contract. 100%. Like I must be booked on television every week. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think it's funny that that you notice it that much. <laughs> and again, I don't like I don't dislike them. Like I they're, know their energy. Just... It's just odd that literally everyone gets cycled through Time shows. Off. Yeah, every single person, <laughs> like even Mox, isn't on every show. But <laughs> but Jay Lethal, since he signed, is on every single show. It's weird. <laughs> it really is, and it's incredible. It, it's like I'm pretty I sure CM Punk it. wasn't on every show. When he, when he You're was right. Like... 
And it's funny, lethal. Like I laugh every time I see him now because I instantly like, oh, man, <laughs> but he even transcends. Like he even shows up on Rampage. Like, <laughs> like there's literally just certain guys and girls for certain shows. Except for Jay Lethal. Jay he's Lethal. everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's even on Dark and Elevation when he <laughs> sings on. Like he's, he's on RH. On he's on RH as well. Like he's everywhere. <laughs> he's literally everywhere. He's everywhere. It's a- it's amazing. It, it, it doesn't bug me, but it's hilarious. It's weird at this point. Like I, I it's it a is. little strange. Like, it is just because like oh, we didn't I... have time for Chris Jericho or Daniel Slater <laughs> Mox, but we have all the time we need for Jay Lee. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Um, th- this had a very uh, the show had a very WWE type ending. Yes, but I thought they pulled it off. Because this show doesn't end like this ever. Yeah. It was weird <laughs> only because there was five minutes left. The tag match ended. And then the show went to commercial. Whereas <laughs> if I had right. not been watching what time it was, I, I would have thought, thought oh, over. end of the show and just turned it off. But then I, totally. met, I, I texted you at the time being like, wait, Danielson's yeah. supposed to like, They said Danielson's <laughs> going to be here. So that must be what they're doing. <laughs> but yeah, and then, they, because... then they came back and they did like a video package of their feud. <laughs> And yes. then with like three minutes left in the show, they're like, here's Brian Dan. Like, it was weird. I don't know if that's how the timing was supposed to work or it was, I get that they wanted to put them out at the end because they're the main event for the pay-per-view. Right. Like, I totally get that. But it was a little weird that they like, they kind of ended the show with the tag match and then the pro- the video package and then was like, but there's more. And then just did like three <laughs> minutes more of, of stuff. <laughs> And Danielson drops an F bomb. I mean, yes. I never thought, <laughs> never thought in a million years that uh, I would. Well, I didn't hear it. It did get beeped. Yes, it did get bleeped. But uh, I mean, the I'm just surprised. I, it's 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 hard. <laughs> For, I mean, I knew who he was in Ring of Honor, but that was like that era where Ring of Honor was on at weird times, right? And but I like knew who he was, but I didn't know him. I only know him truly through WWE. Right. Now I'm back and watched his stuff, but right, like when <laughs> it's like when you see like uh, someone from WWE like swear, and it was like it's like almost seeing like Bob Saget swear. I was just thinking that it's like Bob Saget being a dirty comedian when all you've seen him on is Full House. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when when Danielson said that, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, wow. Yes, it's it's I don't know. They have you so trained to like their their wrestlers, their sports entertainers. I'm sorry, superstars. I'm sorry. Right. Superstars there are so like perfect and scripted and larger than life. And yes, they get mad, but they don't get like real mad. Right. Like it's I don't know. And then, like, seeing him, like, I'm going to kick you in the effing head. And you're like, right. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it was a good promo. Really good promo. Great promo. Great promo. I love that he was just like, you deserve your fiance leaving you. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that people still think that that's real. Come on. But I, I like how he I like how he explained it. Being like, your fiance, you deserve, because you come out every week and you say yeah. that you're, like, you know, with other women and you act like a jerk. Like, a why would she want to be with you? Like that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, it's, uh, it's so good. Um, it was good. Yeah. It was a great show. Um, 
the quote-unquote go-home show leading into uh, Revolution. Tomorrow night, we have another live Rampage, which will be yes. fun. Yes. Uh, it's going to be hard to stay awake. But... Yes. <laughs> and I'm definitely not going to make it to the countdown that airs. I'll watch it on YouTube oh, the next day. But I was going to say, my uh, DVR is already set. I'll watch it first thing <laughs> in the morning. There's no way to make a midnight. It, it um, reminds me of like, like the quote I sent you earlier, like texted you earlier today that Danielson was saying yes, that like yes. he, he hopes his match goes on first because the show's first. in California and he can't wrestle. He can't stay up that late. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I think it's funny. Like he does realize that it's like if the show starts at 4 p.m. California time, like, right. he'll still be home by 10. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But ten, yeah, and he's from he's doesn't he live in Seattle? Isn't it? Oh, isn't that's it true. So, isn't it, but it's it's West Coast time anyway. It's not like yeah. he has to go like he has to go across the country yeah so i mean even if he has to get on a flight he's gonna be in his bed right <laughs> sunday night right uh but yeah that was a great quote i uh, i don't blame him that's i wish the pay-per-view Fe- started fellow East fellow Coast time. fellow 40 plus person being like i can't stay up that late what are you talking about yeah, yeah like it makes me jealous of the guys and girls on the West Coast to get to watch the pay-per-view at four o'clock. Like, right. <laughs> I, I still have to stay up till freaking midnight now. Right. <laughs> uh, well, first world problems, huh? I speaking to... of the pay-per-view, we have our speaking of the pay-per-view. We have our picks. Yes. Um, I won last time with my incredible knowledge. I won the Oh wow. I won the full gear that, uh, that is very true. You prediction contest. Me. I just I just needed to bring that up. No, you did. You whooped me. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, I I try to be a little different because I figure oh, it would be boring things. Well, this one I picked like a normal human being. <laughs> I have zero <laughs> wild cards. Nice. So this is probably going to be a little boring. I found a couple. Um, most, of, most of the matches I could predict pretty easily, I think. But some of them, I'm not sure. Uh, well, I'm just going... I, I, the order that I found them on the internet. So All right. If these are out of order, uh, I apologize. I just got this off of, of the Twitter site. So <laughs> Sounds good. we have the Elite versus the House of Black for the trios titles. Um, I have the Elite winning, but I think it's the beginning of the House of Black feud. Yeah, I also have the Elite winning. I don't think they're going to have them lose the belts anytime soon. Um, but I, I hope you're right, and I hope this continues because I think they could do a real. If they had like a, a long, you know, month or two long feud, I think it yeah. could be really good. I, I was just trying to think. We're probably about due, like not super soon, but within the next eight or so weeks for a battle of the belts. Yeah, I would love to see them feud until like whenever the next battle of the belts would be. Yeah, I think it's in like April or something. That's perfect. That would be a great blow off. Yeah, and the they they would have the belts for, like, if they would lose the belt, I would be okay with that because April seventh. Uh, okay, April. Oh, that's right before the Pittsburgh show almost. It is. So yeah, um, there you go. I'll take that. That's that's what I hope happens. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, next we have Christian versus Jack Perry. I have Christian winning, and in parentheses, it's going to be a heel win. It's going to be scummy. It's going to be – it's it's not going to be a crowd pleaser. It's going to get major heel heat. I had I had Jack Perry until ah. we talked. Until we talked. Oh. And, and, <laughs> and you made me think that – am I going to stick with Jack Perry? 
Um, I, I think you might you be. I think you might be right. I think Christian might win so that they can do a Jungle Boy having to, you know, build himself back up before he can contend for a championship. Um, but I'm, I'll, I'll say Jack Perry. Okay. That was my original pick. I'm sticking with it. Okay. Um, we have... can't, you can't sway me with your logic. <laughs> I try. I, I'm, I'm close to swerving you to the dark <laughs> side on the Hitman heart. Yes. Yes, you are. It's coming. It's, it's coming. It's one it's, day. It, it's convincing. <laughs> it's too much lines up. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. I got the Storkman Jones. Ricky oh, it better. It had better be Ricky Starks. If it's not Ricky Starks, I'm gonna be so Rick upset. <laughs> I'll be so. I'll be. I'll just be like yelling in my basement at the TV, <laughs> waking up the house. Yes, my <laughs> wife will be like, "Why are you mad at the wrestling show again?" And I'm just like, "Listen, <laughs> listen." Jericho takes it way too long. <laughs> Should have been over a long time like, ago. I don't actually care. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "I wasn't serious. I was, did not did not need an answer to that." <laughs> <laughs> now Eddie Kingston, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have the the tag match of the Guns, the Acclaimed, Lethal and Jarrett, and Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. Um, th- this I do have a wild card because this is where I think Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen don't get cleared. There's going to be a, a another fourth team, and right. I think that fourth team is going to be FTR. If it's not, I think the acclaim win the belts back. I, my first thought was the acclaim win the belts back, but I think the guns might keep. I think that I'm picking the guns because oh, I think cool. they are. I think they are going to face FTR. I think they are going to somehow win this match through some sort of shenanigans, and then have to face FTR. Like they will have to face FTR if unless FTR really is gone from AEW, because it makes a lot of sense that that's who takes the belts from them. But I'm going to say guns win this. And it's probably going to be Lethal and Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> Just so they can be on TV more. More. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll change. They'll, they'll now be known as the television tag. Television, <laughs> so they have to be on. Yeah. They were <laughs> they worried that they, would, they wouldn't get on that Battle Belt show. They're like, it's okay. They have belts now. We can put them on. <laughs> uh, Jamie Hayter, Ruby Soho, and Soraya for the women's world title. I have Hayter retaining. Yeah, I'm sticking to that. Yeah, I I, I agree. This is a tough one because it could be any of them. It I could, totally could be any. There's a compelling <laughs> case for it to be any of them. Um, and and but I think it's going to be a Hater. Now I'm I'm staying I'm staying with Jamie too, but I just this is uh it just dawned on me. Other than Jade, is Jamie the longest tenured champion? Mm, I would have to say yes because the elite lo- lost their belts. Um. Mocks. Yeah, and then they just swapped theirs back. Yeah, yeah. The guns uh, just won. Yeah, the guns just I agree. won. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it is time for Jamie, but I'm still sticking with Jamie. Yeah, I think You're Jamie right. too. Any one of any one of those three can win that match. Yeah, so and it would make perfect sense, and no one would be and, upset yeah. really. But yeah, I mean, someone's uh, gonna be upset because it's the internet. But totally, totally, <laughs> it would uh, make sense. Joe versus Wardlow, and I have Wardlow. Um, yeah, I have Wardlow especially because they had Hobbs win the the ladder match. Yeah, and and I and I feel like you're right that Ho- Samoa Joe is going to go to 
just be an ROH, more ROH exclusive guy for at least a little while. So it would make sense for it to be Wardlow. Okay, so my question to you is, uh, does Hobbs beat Wardlow the following Wednesday? <laughs> I kind of want him to because... Me I too. think Hobbs Wardlow twice. Yeah, that really screws Wardlow. And his last <laughs> and his and his last reign wasn't that good either. So right. <laughs> yeah, it, it really screws Wardlow. But I would like it to be Hobbs, and I would like him to then feud with Takeshita. But then what do you do with Wardlow? Yeah, I don't know. Unless Joe wins, then Hobbs beats Joe. Then you have Joe. Uh, then you have Wardlow versus Hobbs. Right. Start. Right. So I guess that one could go either way too. Yeah, but I think I I'm stink I'm sticking with Wardlow. I'm still sticking with Wardlow too, because uh, belts need to start changing hands. We we have yeah too many tenured people here. <laughs> and Joe and Joe has two belts. It'd be odd to bring Wardlow it, back just to have him lose again. Right, right. Yeah, and Joe having two. That's true. Get get a belt. Somebody else. Yeah. Uh, and just off uh. A little off top not off topic but i really hope they continue whoever the tnt title holder is kind of gets to pick how the belt's defended right i, I agree really with that i really like i really like that uh, yeah me too it, it's just a little fun random stipulation that just makes the belt fun i don't know yeah i like it a lot uh mox and hangman texas death match um this this one is another 50-50, but I went with Hangman. Yeah, I agree. I also went with Hangman, but it is it could go either way, and it would make sense for it to go either way. Uh, but I think Hangman, because Mox is kind of a made man at this point, he can lose, and yeah. it doesn't really matter to him. Like he, he, could, he could lose the next 20 matches and then come yeah. back and fight for the title, and he'd be like, yeah, that checks out. But <laughs> yep. I, think Hang, I think Hangman needs to do something big, and I think he wins. Yes. Uh, Danielson, MJF, 60-minute Ironman match. Uh, I'm I'm going with uh, my fantasy booking here. Danielson wins via CM Punk uh, interference, cost MJF the title. All right. Uh, There you go. Punk then becomes the biggest heel. MJF then becomes the baby face because – everybody then feels bad for all the bs that he has done like yeah i that, see that. That, that that he becomes a baby face via his redemption story yeah it would be hard and, to bring punk back as a face sort of just because there'd be a portion of the audience that's going to be mad at him right so it makes sense so to bring him back the monster here. yeah yeah uh that's my fantasy booking but i do think dan danielson wins uh take fantasy booking out that punk doesn't have to be involved but i think danielson wins i think mjf wins um, nice. i would i would love danielson to win i think he should be AEW champion just because he's amazing um but and mjf's reign hasn't been it's been fine but it hasn't been great he hasn't done much which i know what's the point of his reign like he is he said that from the beginning i'm not going to be wrestling every week like he he explained that uh but i think he deserves a bit more time with the title to do a little bit more with someone else. Uh, I could totally see Danielson winning because it'd be really cool. And he obviously deserves it. I think it might be a MJF 
you know, cheats because to, to get a few falls and then, you know, puts himself ahead. Danielson claws his way back and there's like, you know, five seconds left and he locks him in a hole. Then MJF just barely holds on and taps out like right at zero and wins the belt, but like looks like a loser doing it. Um, but I think MJF. Yeah. Nice. And again, wow. in my in my in my fantasy booking, MJF wins under the most heelish possible means. Cuts a promo about how he's now he's the greatest wrestler because he beat Brian Danielson right. in an Iron Man match, and then says something obvious like, "And that makes me the best in the world." And then <laughs> and then CM Punk comes out. So, I was trying to make it through a week without talking about CM Punk, but I can't do it. He he should come back. He's, to- <laughs> he's totally coming back. First and foremost, he's totally coming back. <laughs> uh, that's A, how contracts work, and B, <laughs> why you would choose to quit and go making zero money to millions of dollars in I just think, sales. And I money. just think whatever happened, and we don't know what happened, but Correct. whatever whatever happened, you don't have CM Punk under contract for however long he's under contract, and they go, yeah, we're not going to put him on TV. <laughs> like no ob- like no put them on tv and yeah. i get that even if there is a problem with the elite and punk and I, I get maybe there is just don't book them against each other then like have them being completely separate feuds and give them locker yeah. rooms at other opposite ends of the building like they could work it out there's been wrestlers who hate each other before and they've and I, I, worked yeah, it I out i was just gonna i was just gonna say like i understand that you know we always talk about there's generation of kids or even young adults that have only ever known WWE. Right. Well, within WWE, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels literally wanted to fight each other every day of their lives because they right. hated each other. But right. they had some of the best matches, some of the best stories, some of the best feuds in WWF history. Yeah, even the, and it's overshadowed by the end of the match, but even the Montreal match, pretty good match considering yeah. they like, Brett was leaving and they hated each other. Like yes. still good match. <laughs> right. And bringing this, bringing this into 2023. I also think that Kenny Omega, Matt, Nick Jackson and Phil Brooks. I don't know why I use his real name. <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> so I was just like, wow, that was dumb. But yeah, Kenny Omega, I, all, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, that was just the weirdest thing I ever did. <laughs> I don't know. Um, not I don't know. Um, I think they realize, I know they realize that get over yourselves. There's so much money on the table here. There is right. no ego that is that big. Yeah. And I mean, and then obviously <laughs> the, the elite are EVPs. And from what we've heard and when, what's been rumored and from what I've heard from, you know, like wrestling journalists talking about backstage before all out. CM Punk was not just a regular wrestler. Like he was hot. He was higher up. He wasn't an EVP, right. but he like had, he had a right. role in the company that was higher than regular wrestler. He was in, you know, involved maybe in booking meetings or in marketing meetings or something. He was, he was somewhere up there in the company. And if they're all involved in that capacity, like business wise, they'd have to be really, they'd have to, I don't, I don't know what it would take to be like, we're not going to do this. Because they're like right. they have a, like especially the, the the EVPs they have like a financial stake in AEW's success, right? So it's in their best interest for right to get over it and like yeah, and, and th- like that's why I said from the beginning like 
I, I mean, we know where I, I stand that this is a wholeheartedly planned out movie right. type deal. Uh, but again, if it wasn't, they're too smart. The average person is too, like, if me and you were are, like hated each other and we're fighting and someone's like, hey, look, once a week, you've got to talk to each other for two hours. I'm going to give you millions of dollars. Right. <laughs> I would say, hey, buddy, what right. are you doing on Thursday? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, we, don't have to hang, we don't have to hang out. Right. right. <laughs> like, I, like, I can... I could talk to you for two hours a week. Like, right. again, they're also millionaires in real life. So when they have to be next to each other, someone can Uber and go across town to go get a steak. I don't know. Like, right. Yeah. Like, they're not forced to stay with, like, they're not tethered to each other all day. Yeah. It's not even week. like they're on a sports team where they like have to travel <laughs> together. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah, they don't like, we already know CM Punk has a bus. Like he could, right. he, he could just hang out on his bus until the minute before he goes on TV <laughs> go out do his thing get back on his bus and leave right and like, yeah right. you know and same with the bucks like you know they fly in they get in a car they come to the arena like they don't they could stay at the hotel like right I, I get that there's stuff to be worked out like i totally understand that like mm -hmm. maybe people are upset and like they're all humans right so their feelings are hurt or they feel you know they're not totally. treated fairly like but it's also been what seven months six months now like yeah like it's definitely over right one way or the other it's either over they made up or over and they hate each other and they realize well we're gonna work together again one day yeah but i agree regardless it's over <laughs> i agree and, and like if it isn't someone's and if it isn't over one of those four is a giant baby because <laughs> yeah you can't definitely. get over something in eight months definitely definitely yeah my my question back to the pay-per-view is yes do you have any concerns about an hour long Iron Man match being entertaining for an hour? Uh, no, because I'm weird. Even when I was a kid and like everybody hated like the Brett and Sean Iron Man matches. Like I wish they were two hours long. See, I didn't like that match. I liked some other Iron Man. Match. I didn't like the Brett Sean Iron. I thought it was too long. Oh, see, I wish that thing was like six hours. <laughs> They've had other Iron Man matches. Like I think the, the rock and triple H did one. That I thought was yeah. good. Like that was a good Iron Man match. There's I think Brock Lesnar yeah. and Kurt Angle did Iron Man. That was, I, was I thought say, that yeah. it was a good match. Um I just didn't I thought the Brett the fact that there was no falls for an hour, I get the point. Oh. I get what I get why they did that. <laughs> and I think maybe if they had if that match happened today, I would appreciate it. But when I was like a kid and I watched it, right. I, I thought it was it was too it was too long. Now here's I'm glad you just brought that up. This is my other if if Danielson doesn't win, I'm saying since it's the first Iron Man match in AEW history, they are gonna say actually I lied. There was an Iron Man match uh, on Dynamite. Kenny Omega was in one. So this that was like a that was like a, that was like a thirty minute Iron Man match, though, wasn't it? Oh, that's true. It wasn't sixty. They had uh, they had hour long matches. Danielson and and uh, Hangman went to an hour, didn't they? Yes. But it wasn't an well, Iron Man match. It just it was a it just lasted it was, an hour. Yeah. This is what this is. It's going to go an hour, but there's going to be no overtime. It's going to be a legit draw. So then, they're both kind of like mad. But oh yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, MJF like keeps Dan the, MJF keeps yes. the title, but it's a tie. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, Danielson, or excuse me, then MJF is like, "Nope, sorry, buddy, it's over. You had right. your chance." And yeah, I could totally see that. 
And Danielson just keeps getting madder and madder. And he's like, no, dude, you don't get another one. Yeah, I can totally see that. You can't beat me. You proved you couldn't, blah, blah, blah. And, like, just plays up this mega uber heel. But then again, do you you book an Iron Man match and not give fans in the 21st century a winner? I feel like that's why I think (laughs) Punk's return is more likely. Because... It is an hour-long match that, in my eyes, MJF will win. And if you've had, if, not that it's in California, so it's not going to be that late. But if you've had rest, people watch, you know, four hours of wrestling, and then they have an Iron Man match that doesn't have an ending that they want. True. You kind of <laughs> want you kind of want something big to happen at the end of it to like make them happy. Because I could see people being really upset. If like, oh, I had an hour-long Iron Man match and MJF, you know, cheated to win. And I'm, or it was a draw or whatever. Right. And yeah, they're going to be upset. So I can totally see them doing something at the end too. Or maybe like, maybe if Punk can't come back, maybe it'll be like Adam Cole or something. I could see them doing something. Oh, good at, call. Good something call. at the end to, to make people cheer. Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be good. Do you think um, it's going to be like a multi-fall Iron Man, or is it going to be like Brett and Sean and this is just one fall? No, they're going to give us... I mean, it's going to end up at some point like two to two, three to three. Like, we're going yeah. to get falls. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and see, this is... I wish more people... Like, ECW always broke that mold. Like, I'll never forget like when Taz signed the WWF and he, he was in the three-way dance eliminator he was the first one eliminated right like that never happens yeah you know what i mean so like he was the first one eliminated you're guaranteed a new champion uh paul Heyman left wwe the first time over that oh really that same he they they had you know that december to dismember ecw pay-per-view that was terrible yeah they had that and i think i think big show was ecw champion at the time and they had a an elimination chamber match and Paul Heyman was booking and he wanted Big Show to lose first just so that you could guarantee a right. new champion. And Vince said, no, he has to be the last guy. Like, I forget who won the belt. Um, maybe it was Lashley. But he said he wanted him to be the last guy eliminated so that the ultimate winner beat the champion. But and, but Paul Heyman was like, no, if he loses at the beginning, then you know you're going to get a new yeah, world champion. Every, yeah, every elimination means that much more. It's right. like, oh, you know, it's yeah, tough. and they got they had an argument, and that's that led to Paul Heyman leaving WWE. See, like ECW had the courage to do things like that. Like, yeah, they would have a best two out of three falls, and uh, somebody would score two in a row. Yeah, like, I mean that should happen every so often, just to make it right, <laughs> just to make it seem like it could happen. Yeah, because like in sports, like there are upsets, teams get swept. Uh, you know, like it doesn't always go seven. <laughs> Yeah, that and, and that's a problem with not just AEW, modern wrestling. Like, no one books a seven-match series now without knowing it's going to go seven. No one books exactly. a two or a three falls match without knowing it's going to go three falls. Yeah. And again, like, I mean, you brought it up as soon as, again, we were totally excited when they announced the best of seven tournament with uh, Death Triangle. But as you brought up, the matches did good stipulations until the fifth right. one. <laughs> right. So it's like, of course, they're not getting... Someone's not sweeping somebody. Yeah, I would love if they swept and then it was like, oh no, you you wanted to see that no-holds-barred match and the ladder match, but that's not happening. 
<laughs> yeah, sorry, athleticism prevailed. <laughs> like you, you don't get the entertaining stuff. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I get uh, why they do it because it's entertainment. Like that's the, the totally. advantage. That's the advantage to scripting a athletic contest. Like if if they could script sp- professional sports, they wouldn't be oh, sweeps. Yeah. E- they wouldn't be sweeps either. Yeah, but, every every series would go seven. Right. Every Stanley Cup would go to overtime. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody would be a hero. There'd be no shutouts. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. So what's um, what's your pick for for match of the night? Um, that's a good one. There's a lot of options. Me, I know. That's I'm, I'm pulling them back out. Uh. Uh. I'm going to go with – I'm going to say the women still show. I, I'm going to stick to that. I yeah, said that it has I agree. potential. I think they're – I think they're going to – I mean, they always bring it, obviously. Uh, but I think it's – I think this is the, their official statement. Like, now that all these people are here and Saray is cleared and the women's division is popping – and you know, there's rumors of maybe one day seeing Mercedes at Forbidden Door or something. Uh, just there's too much momentum, and I think they're going to make their statement where. And they all kind of have something to prove. I mean, like exactly. Jamie Hader, Jamie Hader was never planned to be, in my eyes at least. I don't think they ever planned for her to be champion. I think she was supposed at to least just not be like right now. Right, it's not right now. Yeah, yeah, right. And you know, Ruby Soho was you know fired from WWE and then kind of had to work her way back up. Uh, Soraya was injured and you know hasn't had a, a great match since she's returned. I think they all have kind of have something to prove. So totally and they'll they'll go out wanting to steal the show. Yeah. And that's not saying uh, that like the elite house of black match won't be great or Moxley Hangman won't be great or the main event won't but like I yeah, I agree with you. It could be the women's match. What what do you think opens? Maybe the, the trios match. Well, that's what I had wrote down first. Yeah, just because that'll could... that'll like that'll pop the crowd a lot, and that'll get everyone. It'll be crazy. It could be it could be that, or it could be Christian. And Jungle I was just going to say that those are my yeah. Wonder if they'll do a pre-show. Yeah, I don't know. They haven't said anything. Yeah, it's only eight. It's only eight matches too. I know the main events an hour, so that yeah. that explains that. But it's just short. It's shorter than most AEW cards. There's no there's no uh, Jade Cargill match. Oh. I wonder if well, we get one we, or they just they don't have her. I yeah, I was just gonna say, didn't they tell us this? Uh, last she cut time? a promo saying that like there's no one worthy of facing her or something, but they didn't book her. But I thought they said that all titles were on the line, like not saying that they can't add her. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe they did. I, heard I don't Excalibur know. say that. I don't know. Because let's let's see. There's the trios. Uh, there's the tags. There's, there's no the all Atlantic team. title either because Orange is in the tag team match. Oh, that's true. Good call. Okay, so every title isn't on the line. Then. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with, I, I think, uh, Ruby, Hater, and Soraya are going to steal the show. I agree. And and is is Punk your surprise? Do you think there's going to be, do you think there's going to be any surprises? Or is Punk your surprise? Or what do you think? Like any surprise, like returns or debuts? There's or... definitely going to be, there's definitely going to be surprises. We We haven't had solid surprises and it's a pay-per-view um, yeah and AEW loves to do surprises yeah so. um 
you know what? I'm going to put, put my bank statement on it and we can prepare to hear the record scratch and me fail again, just like I guarantee Gargano. <laughs> I'm going to put my seal, seal, seal of approval on it. I'm saying right now we get either FTR or Punk at the pay-per-view. All right. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I can see both of those things happening. I can see the guns getting involved with FTR. I could see MJF getting, I really hope that happens. Cause that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I just, I just thought that, you know, how we're always talking or everyone's always talking about how the elite against, you know, CM Punk and FTR, um, they could in theory do the uh, CM Punk and FTR against the guns and MJF, even though the firm attacked him, they could get back together. True. Uh, I know a lot of people want CMFTR yes. as a trio. Yes. So, I mean, I would take that too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, now, I just had a thought as we were talking about right now. You just brought up a point about Jade saying nobody's on her level. Yeah. What if Mercedes shows up? <laughs> yeah, I could see that too. The only, reason uh, I, the only reason I couldn't is because she's not going to lose. Mercedes wouldn't show up and lose. And, oh, I'm not saying. To, I'm not saying. Oh, to not, to, her, not to wrestle. Yeah, like, I agree. You know, Jade, you know, Jade said nobody's on my level. Right, I agree. And then yeah, that just, could happen. You know, just show up. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think Adam. I think Adam Cole might be involved somehow. Yeah, he has he has a lot of. Uh, he's done a lot of teasing because he said he's wrestling. He said he's going to wrestle on the the first the night that that new show premieres, which they haven't announced yet. Um, but they haven't said against they haven't said against two, so and it starts this month, right? Right, sometime in March. They haven't they haven't said when, I don't think, but uh, men's power slaps means it's getting it's days or numbers. Poor power slap, poor power slap, exactly. I would I'm surprised it's not shockingly more successful. We should we should definitely start a power slap podcast, <laughs> slap cast. But but it's like it's just as dumb as the show. So it's it's so it's it's only like five minutes long, and we just say one thing each, and then that's the end yeah. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, so guy got hit in the face again, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good shot. Okay, good night, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Unreal. Uh well, uh, do you have anything else to add, sir? No, I think that's it. I'm excited. I think it's going to be yeah, a good same. show. Um, it's going to be. Well, well, we might do depending on how things work out and timing and everything. We might have a bonus episode to do a a revolution recap type show, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, more than likely, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and our RH is back. Like... We are, we're not going to have an. Yes. We're not going to. We're not going to do RH in detail, but we are going to talk generally a little bit about RH every week. Yeah, uh, like even if it's just recap like hey this match happened this person won this person cut a promo blah 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 right like uh because i i I, before we recorded i started watching the show and uh first off it's over two hours long uh so uh i don't know if it's going to be two hours every week yeah i don't Uh, know that'd be awesome if it is but the first show is two hours uh two hours and five minutes i think i have like uh like 30 minutes left i think nice um, and that, now we get a we get a show every every day. We get a show every day, but I'm I'm still learning the they're doing different. It's a different format than AEW. It's almost like match promo, match promo, match promo. Right. Uh, it, it this first episode, it's 
it flowed nice but not great because right. i they're using it as a you'll see when you watch it they're using it as basically an introduction right so it's like if you've been watching like dark and stuff it's like oh okay i know who this is oh they're gonna explain to me who this is again aren't they <laughs> right <laughs> so like every and that makes sense is, and that makes sense it's totally the first, it's the yeah. first show yeah so it's whenever you watch it like just be prepared to be introduced to everybody again and again right yeah <laughs> so uh but it's gonna get some flow it's gonna it's 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 a fun show so far so i'm glad nice. um so yeah um you know everybody enjoy revolution uh enjoy rampage tomorrow uh and uh revolution is gonna be fun so enjoy it have fun be safe and thank you everybody as always, every week, uh, for the listens, the likes, the subscribes, uh, we had a heck of a week last week. Um, I just thank you. It's, um, it's unreal. Like, uh, people have been reaching out. I got a private message for just thanking me and thanking you, Rick, for all we do. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's nuts. I probably should have wrote the person's name down. You know who you are. I responded, but (laughs) I apologize. I'll get back to you. Uh, it just dawned on me right now that I didn't write it down. So I will mention you next week. Um, but, you know, just thank you for the support. It's unreal. It's kind of crazy. Uh, it's fun. Because, uh, I mean, me and Rick were talking about this regardless. So, right. <laughs> you know, it was just, you know, it was happening anyway. So you might as well record it. There you go. So, again, thank you, everybody. It's humbling. It's fun. And um that's about all so oh follow us uh at elite city pod everywhere um we were we're everywhere um anywhere podcasts or social media we're at elite city pod um come say hello um we have a discord if you want to be a part of it message either at elite city pod or myself blasco for life on twitter we'll make sure you get a invite come join the little crew and have some fun So, everybody, again, thank you. Enjoy Revolution. And until next week, later. Later.